Welcome to the Inspired by Her podcast, the place to find bite-sized tips and tricks on launching your online course or membership, as well as inspirational and candid conversations on building and scaling an online business simply and successfully. I'm your host, Zoe Richmond, and I am a coffee-obsessed Kajabi strategist and mentor who loves nothing more than seeing other women succeed in their space. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Inspired by Her podcast. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. I am popping in. This was a very unplanned episode, but it is something, uh, it's a topic that I think a lot of people could definitely use a podcast episode on because it's a question or a, a roadblock that continually comes up for clients. It's the main reason why most people come and work with me, um, or at least in the um, first instance. And that is, where do you start when you're launching a course? What's the first thing you should do? We get, we've, you know, there's so many moving parts and, um, it's hard to kind of know what do you start with? What do you actually need? Um, what don't you need? So we're going to cover off on a few things that, um, you can do right now, um, when you are first getting started in the launch journey. So the launch is the launch cycle. It's kind of like, and I'm going to do a whole episode on the launch cycle. It's never ending kind of in a way. (laughs) So when you're not actually in live launch mode, then you're in pre-launch mode. Um, So that is pre-launch is where you're growing your audience and you're building connections and you're nurturing the people that are in your community and on your email list. And you need to be sort of doing that 60 to 90 days at least before you go and launch your course. So the launch doesn't start when you open doors. It actually starts way back long before you open up uh, enrollments or um, when you open up the doors for your course. So the very first thing is, um, no, you don't need a fancy website, um, but I would say the very first thing is have a way for people to join your mailing list, whether that is um, through an epic high value freebie or it could be a wait list so simply expressions of interest for your program um eventually i do recommend having both so that you can talk about your course and you can start to get people excited about it and you have a place to send them so that when you do open doors you've got this uh, segment this group of people who are really interested. So we need to build our audience and we need to create a lead generation funnel inside of your platform. If you're listening to this, you may use Kajabi. Um, So I have got an episode on that, which I'll link in the show notes. And then that, that gives you the chance for that to kind of tick away in the background while you start working on the actual course and the actual launch. So if you haven't already started talking about your course, then I would definitely do that because otherwise, um, 
I'm all for surprises, but if it's a brand new thing and you're actually not sure, and this is another problem I see um, with some of my clients is that there's a lot of fear around, um, is it going to work? Do people actually want this? So by talking about it and building that wait list, then you are kind of going to help put that fear to the side because you can start to prove to yourself that yes, people do want it because they're joining the wait list. So that brings me to another uh, point, which is getting super clear on the actual result or transformation that people are going to get from this course. Because often we come up with these brilliant ideas for a course or a membership, but there's actually no clear result. So we can't say to someone, um, join my course so that you can X, Y, Z. People, and the, the online space is so busy. So we need to make sure that we stand out and that we are actually solving a problem that our um, ideal client wants solved because if it's not something they want, you know, if they, if they don't want to solve the problem, they're not going to join the course. So, um, you need to get clear on what is the problem that you're solving and wh- how are you solving it? What's the result? What's, what's the end? What, what's life going to look like for people at the end of the course? And you want to kind of come up with a nice little elevator pitch, um, like a positioning, kind of statement promise, um, that you can tell people. So if people ask about it, you can, you don't have to (laughs) waffle on for an hour, um, about what the course is. You can sum it up in a short couple of sentences. So, so far we have started talking about our course. We have got a way to build our email list and we have gotten clear on the outcome or the, the result from the course. So The next thing, because I do love a little bit of accountability, is to make sure that you, or not make sure, but is to set a launch date Um, because that is a nice little incentive. It's a bit of accountability and motivation for you to say, okay, I've got six weeks to get everything set up and done and I am going to break it down into this is the tasks that I need to do over this period of time to get all of that complete. And if you haven't already, you can go and download my Kajabi course launch roadmap, which actually, which is totally free. And it actually gives you all of those steps broken down week by week um, on how to do that. So that is just simply zoerichmancoaching.com slash roadmap. So that's the next thing, set a launch date. And if by this stage you haven't already created a waitlist for the course, then I would create a waitlist for the course. And then finally, um, in these kind of pre-planning stages is start working on your copy because this is the bit that slows most people down. And um, often when people come to me all excited and ready to go and we work through what their launch strategy is and what they want to achieve. Um, and I give them their homework, which is okay. We need to get this much copy. (laughs) You need copy for this page, webinar page, um, sales page and student welcome page. Um, and that's where they get a little bit stuck. So, um, start working on that as early as possible so that when it comes time to start building 
things, uh, you've got it there. So if you're um, feeling a little bit like, I don't know what to do first in terms of getting my tech set up, I would say the very first thing is to nail your copy because even if you've got the most beautifully designed sales page and the most well put together sales funnel, if the messaging isn't right, it's not going to convert. So if it's not your strong point, look at getting some help with that. Or, um, you know, I kind of offer when I work with clients is uh, we kind of go through it together and from a ask for people's feedback um, that you trust <laughs> and um, ask them, does it make sense? Is it clear? Um, would you buy my course? Uh, not probably not. Wouldn't go to friends and family for that because they're probably going to tell you, yes, of course I would. But someone in the business space that you, you know, you trusted, you know, will give you uh Uh, great advice if you can't afford to outsource copywriting um, because we're definitely not all in that position then that is a way that you can do that so there's a few things that you can do let's recap we're going to start building our audience creating uh, a lead generation funnel (coughs) we're going to excuse me we are going to get super clear on our result and our transformation we're going to set a launch date we are going to create a wait list for the course and then we're going to start brainstorming copy and all of this is done before you even start with the tech with all before you even you know start building the course recording videos um, if you're starting with the recording videos I would say stop <clears throat> and start doing some of these more foundational pieces so that uh, when it does come time and I am speaking from experience here (laughs) when it comes time to launch the course, um, you've got people to sell it to because there's nothing worse than spending all of that time recording some amazing content only for people not to buy it because no one knows about it. So there's my top tips on getting unstuck in your course launch journey and some little, uh, I guess, action steps that you can take to get started right now uh, without feeling overwhelmed. So um, if this episode resonated with you, I would love for you to share it with a friend and subscribe because the online course world, I don't think it's going anywhere. So I would love to continue to connect with some incredible and inspirational um, online business owners. And I have got, I'm so excited in the coming weeks, I've got um, quite a few episodes coming up where I am interviewing membership and course owners about their launch journeys and experience. And so you're going to hear some real life um, stories from people, which is exactly why I started this podcast um, on, yeah, on people's experience with launching, what worked, what didn't work, what they love about it, what they don't love, what strategies they used. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited. So stay tuned for those and I will catch you next week for another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. Thanks, guys. (laughs) 